Listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. Today we're listening to the music of Leo Parker, the uh, great baritone sax player who was known as one of the first uh, jazz baritone saxes in the bebop tradition. He had played with uh, several big bands, especially Billy Eckstein's in the 1940s, where he had been introduced to, personally anyway, to Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie, Dexter Gordon, people like that, Gene Ammons too, and uh, he uh, learned from the best in that case. He was originally an alto player. Uh, He had to switch to baritone to stay in that band, and... uh, started making recordings for Savoy and some prestige, other different companies that were uh, capturing the new sounds in the late 1940s. And he had a couple of hit records with proto-rhythm and blues uh, numbers, I guess you'd have to say. He was kind of stereotyped as a honking, uh, blasting player in the rhythm and blues tradition, and he certainly did that. We're going to hear a little bit of that today, but he had a lot more to him besides. He was born in 1925 in Washington, D.C., and periodically during his career, I guess he returned there. Um, As I said, by the time he was in his 20s, he was playing with some very notable uh, African-American bands on the cusp of bebop. Uh, Some of his recording dates that were done, as I said, for Savoy and different companies, had people like Fats Navarro and Dexter Gordon and uh, other people uh, who were uh, important in the early bebop style as well. We're going to be focusing today on three different LPs that he did sort of late in his career, a couple of them very late in his career. We started out with a tune called Piccadilly Circus, which was a collaboration between him and the guitarist Bill Jennings. This was a Bill Jennings uh, album for uh, King Records. It was done in Cincinnati in 1954, and it's called Billy in the Lion's Den. Uh, Lion's Den uh, and the Lion's Roar, those were some of uh, Leo Parker's early hits, and he re-recorded them many times over the years. But this is uh, uh, a pun on that name along with Bill Jennings. And Bill Jennings was considered to be the father of the soul jazz guitar style. He was a left-handed guitar player who played it actually upside down, uh, but he was a very influential player in his day. He had played with Louis Jordan's uh, band, the Timpani Five, in the late 40s and recorded a number of solos and rhythm parts for that, and he started getting notice as a solo guitarist as well. So that was called Piccadilly Circus from that album. Uh, Those tunes on that album were fairly short, that one especially, so I don't know if they were aimed at the jukebox trade or not. Uh, Very well could have been. And you'll hear a very different Leo Parker emerging from that uh, session as opposed to the sessions that were under his own name uh, without Bill Jennings. And we heard one uh, on the second tune of our little uh, introductory set. We heard a tune called Vi, which was composed by... uh, uh, Bob Lewis for an album called Let Me Tell You About It, which was one of the last two Leo Parker albums. He died of a heart attack in 1962, uh, quite young. He had had drug problems, uh, and he had been, I, I don't know if he served time in prison or not, but he certainly went home to D.C., and uh, that was about the time that he made this album uh, with a number of uh, D.C. and Baltimore-based musicians. We heard on that particular uh, cut, Vi, from 1961, done for Blue Note, John Burks on trumpet, who had made some uh, recording sessions for Blue Note and uh, 
with George Wallington and James Moody and other people, very good bebop trumpeter. Bill Swindell, who is not a well-known tenor player, but a very, very good one. Leo Parker on baritone sax. Yusef Salim on piano, Stan Conover on bass, and Purnell Rice on drums. And the latter three were all active in the D.C. and Baltimore areas. And I should mention, on Piccadilly Circus, we heard, in addition to Bill Jennings on guitar and Leo Parker on baritone sax, we heard Andrew Johnson on piano, John Williams on bass, and George DeHart on drums. We're going to be uh, dipping back into that session for our next set, or part of our next set anyway. So on that uh, Billy and the Lion's Den album, they uh, did quite a few standards and some interesting little arrangements as well. We're going to hear next the Mac Gordon and Harry Warren tune, There Will Never Be Another You, followed by the title track from that album, a blues performance of Billy and the Lion's Den. Then we're going to jump over to a Coleman Hawkins tune from that album called Stuffy, and uh, that's based on standard changes, as you will hear, and has some good solos around. And then we're going to finish up with uh, another one of those Blue Note tunes uh, from uh, the Let Me Tell You About It album. We're going to hear Blue Leo. So you'll have a faster blues and a slower blues on that uh, on this session coming up, both featuring Leo Parker and his baritone sax. So that's Bill Jennings and Leo Parker doing There Will Never Be Another You, Billy in the Lion's Den, Stuffy, and the Leo Parker uh, Let Me Tell You About It on Blue Note. And the tune is called Blue Leo. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Then we have quite a bit of Leo Parker on baritone sax. We started out with three tunes from the uh, sessions that uh, were done in 1954 leading to the album Billy in the Lion's Den featuring guitar guitarist Bill Jennings and Leo Parker done for King Records in Cincinnati. We started out with There Will Never Be Another You, kind of a medium tempo treatment of that uh, with some nifty little arranging touches in there between the guitar and the baritone sax. Very well done, very tasty session. We're going to be hearing several more from that as well. And on that session, in addition to the two principals, we heard Andrew Johnson on piano, uh, Joe Williams on bass and George DeHart on drums. I believe they were all Cincinnati-based musicians who worked for King regularly. Then we heard from the same session the blues tune that was the title of the album, Billy in the Lion's Den. The Lion's Den, of course, referring to Leo Parker. He recorded the Lion's Roar and uh, several different Lion titles. He was also known as Mad Lad and some of his early recordings on... Um, uh, Savoy and uh, some other labels uh, use that title uh, in its tune uh, titling as well. Then we finished up uh, that little subsession with Stuffy, the Coleman Hawkins tune, and uh, that had about the same tempo as Billy in the Lion's Den, but it was a standard AABA progression uh, or form of a tune on a standard chord progression. And uh, Parker recorded that several times, and uh, we may do another podcast of Leo Parker at some time in the future with some of his earlier recordings as well. Then we finished up with a good blues performance, a kind of a walking, strutting blues performance of a tune called Blue Leo from uh, the album Let Me Tell You About It, and uh, that featured several uh, Washington, uh, Baltimore-based musicians, Pernell Rice on drums, Stan Conover on bass, and Yusef Salim on piano in the rhythm section, with the piano and the bass both getting solos in there, and at the very end we heard the two horns, John Burns on trumpet and Bill Swindell on tenor sax coming in to close out the proceedings. But mostly that was Leo Parker, a tempo that he really uh, excelled at. He did a number of uh, tunes, uh, blues performances at that kind of walking tempo. Uh, very, very good player in that uh, type of style. So now we're going to go back to the Bill Jennings uh, session and do a couple more tunes from there. We're going to hear the uh, K-Swift tune, Fine and Dandy, a nice up-tempo performance. Parker gets to show off a little more of his bebop chops in this case. And then to uh, a tune that was a favorite of the bebop players, here taking at a very uh, kind of stately uh, pace, Just You, Just Me. Thelonious Monk especially liked this tune. And uh, kind of an interesting thing about this, on the first bridge of the tune, they seem to play a different bridge. Um, the harmonies are a little bit different, but the melody that Bill Jennings plays is from an earlier pop tune from the late 30s called The First Time I Saw You. I don't know what the uh, connection is there, but kind of an interesting point. So those two tunes are from the Bill Jennings album. Then we're going to jump back to Let Me Tell You About It, the Blue Note album from 1961, and we're going to play the title track, Let Me Tell You About It. And uh, this is a, a, another Robert or Bob Lewis tune that kind of has a, a gospel, very hard bop feeling to it. A little bit different from the other tunes we'll have heard, but uh, an interesting performance that... Uh, it has some rhythmic difficulties in there. Some of the players don't seem quite on board with the uh, the groove feel, but there are some excellent solos regardless. Then we're going to go over to the other Blue Note album called Rollin' with Leo. I believe this was his last recording, uh, or at least last recording under his own name. 
The uh, Let Me Tell You About It sessions were done in September of 1961 for Blue Note, and uh, Rollin' with Leo was done in October of 1961, also for Blue Note. He did one more session uh, a few months later at the beginning of 1962 for, with Illinois Jaquette, who uh, used him in his band quite a lot before he passed away in 1962 in uh, the spring of a heart attack, as I mentioned. So the tune we're going to hear from Rollin' with Leo is called the Music Hall Beat, and that was composed, we're told, by Illinois Jaquette, although it was recorded by Sir Charles Thompson, the piano player, which featured uh, uh, Parker on it uh, in the late 1940s, and this was a tune, presumably, that had been in his repertoire for a while. Similar band, we're going to hear uh, Dave Burns on trumpet, uh, Bill Swindell on tenor sax, Johnny Asia on piano, uh, we're going to hear... Uh, Stan Conover again on bass, although Al Lucas is on some of the other sides, and uh, Pernell Rice again on drums, although Wilbert Hogan is on some of the other sides as well, and we'll talk about that when we get there. So those are our tunes featuring Leo Parker. Uh, we're going to hear on this set from the Bill Jennings session for King in 1954, Fine and Dandy, and Just You, Just Me, and then uh, one each from his uh, last two albums, Leo Parker's last two albums on Blue Note. We're going to hear Let Me Tell You About It and the Music Hall Beat. <laughs>
Finished up with the Music Hall Beat, Leo Parker from the album Rollin' with Leo on Blue Note, recorded in 1961. Uh, that featured Dave Burns on trumpet and Bill Swindell on tenor sax, along with uh, Stan Conover on bass, Johnny Asia on piano, and Pernell Rice on drums. That, as I said, had been recorded by Illinois Jaquette and uh, Sir... Um, uh, Charles Thompson in the 1940s. And Illinois Jaquette employed Leo Parker in, in many of his swing and uh, bebop and R&B type of groups that he led all through the 50s and 60s. In fact, as I said, Parker's last recording date was done only a few weeks before his death for uh, Illinois Jaquette. 
We preceded that with Let Me Tell You About It, uh, the Bob Lewis tune from the album called Let Me Tell You About It, also on Blue Note, recorded a little bit earlier in 1961, and that featured similar group, John Burns on trumpet, uh, actually John Burks, excuse me, on trumpet, uh, Bill Swindell on tenor sax with Leo Parker, Yusef Salim on piano, Stan Conover on bass, and Pernell Rice on drums. Had a kind of a... Uh, a hybrid feel to it. It was funky. It had a, a little bit of the baseline of so what in there. It had some gospel influence. Uh, quite a few things happening, and they didn't all quite gel in the right place. The uh, uh, melody statement at the beginning was messy enough that it was almost like an Albert Eiler type of performance, but it got cleaner as time went on. That probably could have uh, profited by another take or a little more rehearsal, but an interesting tune and uh, some good solos in there, which is why we included it. Then we started out with two tunes from the Bill Jennings sessions for King in 1954, Fine and Dandy and Just You, Just Me, both of which had a little more bebop influence. They had some of those uh, contrafact lines that uh, appeared in both of those tunes in various versions, including Thelonious Monks. And we heard some great Bill Jennings guitar, really underrated guitar player, and uh, of course Leo Parker on baritone sax. So thank you very much for listening. My name is John Clark, this is the Jazz Focus, and we are here together on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. If you're interested in a little more of what we have to offer in uh, this regard, check out my podcast, also called the Jazz Focus, and uh, has many of these programs that were originally on WETF that have morphed over there or migrated over there, as well as many other ones besides. We're hopefully going to do one a little bit later on some of the earlier recordings of Leo Parker, certainly someone worth rediscovering, and this album uh, that he did with Bill Jennings was new to me. I, I just found this, and this is really quite a quite a great album, as is all of the other things done with Bill Jennings. This is a, a Bill Jennings CD called The Architect of Soul Jazz, which is a multiple CD set. I think it's about, it's at least two or three CDs in any case, and has quite a bit of jazz playing on there and the entirety of the Leo Parker uh, sessions as well. And we're going to finish up with two tunes, one of which is from the Bill Jennings uh, recording. This is the Duke Ellington Ballad Solitude, and this is the third time that uh, Parker recorded this. This was obviously a favorite of his. As I said, he was kind of stereotyped as a honker and shouter, you know, kind of a proto-rock-and-roll R&B saxophonist, but he could do a ballad very well, and on many of his sessions he included one. There are beautiful performances of his of What's New and Darn That Dream, Mona Lisa, things like that, but for whatever reason, Solitude was a big favorite, and he recorded it three times, and we're going to be hearing his version with Bill Jennings. Then we're going to finish up with one tune more from Rollin' with Leo on Blue Notes. Dave Burns, Bill Swindell, um, uh, Johnny Asia in this case, well he was on piano on the other one, in this case it'll be Al Lucas on bass and Wilbert Hogan on drums, and the tune is called Bad Girl, which interestingly was composed by the other bass player, Stan Conover, who did not play on this particular tune, but it was his tune, a good kind of minor sinuous blues. So I hope you've enjoyed rediscovering or possibly discovering Leo Parker and some of the fine sounds that he made in the 1950s and 60s. And thank you very much, and stay tuned.
Thank you. 